Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 98. 98. Oh, so close. This is the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. With, uh, you know, Brody Scary, Scary Brody. All that stuff. I'm still tired from our trip. Yeah, I bet you are. It's been a tiring week. Elvis has been on his honeymoon. He left the show in all of our hands. And well, we've had yeah. all of our hands all over, fingerprints all over the day. Yeah, I know. I'm tired this week, but, but I'm still tired but, from, from being in Santa Fe. Well, yeah, well because we, we got in late on Sunday. I don't know what time you got in. I got I got in like 5 o'clock in the evening, which wasn't enough time for me. Oh, I got I you needed beat. More, I, needed, I needed more sleep than I ended up getting that I, night. I made a huge mistake. I made two mistakes. So my flight was 11.15 on the uh, Santa Fe time, which is 1.15 here. Mm-hmm. And what I should have done was driven my car from Manhattan, where our studios are, to the airport in New Jersey. Parked it there. Because for $8, $9 a day, for five days, $45, $45 plus tax, 50 bucks, I could have parked my car. Uh, but instead... You make things so difficult for yourself. Instead, we were all like, oh, let's Uber to the airport. So a bunch of us Uber to the airport cost me $25. I wasn't on that flight. You were not. To get to the airport, fine. I'm going to talk about the airport later and the plane and the, and the, the terrorist scare that I had. Um, but coming home- Terrorist scare. I'll explain. I tweeted about it. I guess you didn't see it. Um, so I, we land at like 7.30 in New York. <laughs> okay. And the other four people I was traveling with all lived in the same area. And they took an Uber, and I was by myself. So I had to take an Uber back into Manhattan from New Jersey to get my car in the garage we park in to go back out. So I paid for the Uber into the city, and then I had to pay for, you know, I had to go to my car. It was a whole big I got home at 1030. For a man who's so smart and so shrewd. It gets worse. It gets worse. So I would have solved this in a heartbeat. I get off the plane at 730. Well, no, we land at 715 or 710. We sit on the runway for 45 minutes because the gate is occupied. That's the worst. The plane at the gate we want isn't leaving yet for whatever reason. It hasn't pushed back yet. They haven't They haven't requested a pushback. And they couldn't give you another gate to pull in. Well, into? that's what I was saying. It's not I, enough. Like, oh, the gate we want. Was that the best gate? They had to have that gate? Hey, gate 39, it's worth waiting for. <laughs> no. So we wait, like, almost, I'd say 40, 40, excuse me, 45 minutes. 
And we finally get to the gate. So now it's after 8 o'clock. We go to the baggage claim. It's almost 8.30 by the time I get my bags. Right. And I look at Uber. And I look at Lyft, the two services. Right. It's 30... 30... $49 to get home from the airport to my car. You if call, I take regular you Uber. You cause yourself a lot, a lot of agita for no reason. So it's $31, $18 less right. to do Uber pool. So I say, you know what? Uh, Uber pool. If they're all going to my area... Where we work, where my car is parked, is almost right outside the tunnel that connects New Jersey to New York. Holland Tunnel, for those of you who know. So I thought, all right, if we Uber pool, I'll be first. I'll be the first one out of the car. So who cares if other people get in the car? So I call an Uber pool, and it says, be there in four minutes, or seven minutes. And it says, just has to pick up Janice first. So I go, okay. It says, seven minutes. Five minutes later, seven minutes. Stuff to pick up Janice. And I see the car on the map. It's not moving. So I call, I call the guy. It goes right to voicemail. I text him. I go, hey, Alonzo, uh, you've been seven minutes for like 10 minutes. Are you coming? Never responded back to me. So I realize Alonzo was waiting for Janice, but I guess he was waiting for a third person so he could fill up his car because I was so well, that's what Uber Pool is. Right. So he was never coming until he got another person. So of course I, not. I canceled it and I got Chris. Chris shows up with two other people. An Asian boy and an older woman. I'm only saying that's so you know who's who in the story. And uh, he's wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt. So he goes, he's got to get in the car. Uh, he, he opens the trunk for me and doesn't help me with the luggage. Brody's travel woes. Hold on. I have to put the luggage in myself. Fine. Okay. Most Uber drivers are oh, happy to help you with the luggage because they yeah, want a five-star that's rating. Po- that's points off right there. So then I go to close it myself. There's no button. There's no like button for it to auto close. So I, I take it and I do like a, a wheel of fortune spin and I go to close. He goes, don't close the door. Don't close the trunk, I mean. But I've already pushed. So it's already closing. He goes, hey man, I told you not to close it. So everybody's got like an attitude. So I go, why? So then he takes the luggage off of the older woman's lap that she was carrying because he didn't help her either and takes the luggage and goes, because I got a bag. Well, I didn't know that, Chris, you ass, with his Dallas Cowboy sweatshirt. That should have been a clue. No offense. So we get in the car. He goes, just, all right, well, we're off. Just want to let you know the Dallas yeah, Cowboys but, won today. And he goes, on and on. Yada, yada, yada. Like you would give a shit that the Dallas Cowboys won. Right. Because you're I, sitting so I, in New York, New right. Jersey. So I said, hey, Chris. The hell do you care? Thank God I couldn't breathe on the plane worrying if the Dallas Cowboys won today. Making a joke. He says, why? Well, you a Giants fan? Your quarterback sucks. Blah, blah, blah. I go, I'm not a Giants fan, man. I just... The whole car ride was him arguing with me about football and how, how he wants to go no, back. The Giants, I will say that the Dallas Cowboys look really good this year. Yeah, but then he starts talking about how he hates New York. He doesn't like New Yorkers. Great. He can't wait to move back. He wow. lives in the farms. He's really earning his tip. He lives like 30 miles outside New Jersey, like outside <laughs> the city, in the farm. and everything. So I was like, you know what? Terrible. <laughs> so then he drops me off. I'm third, right? No, uh, I'm second. So he drops me off. I tell him, stop here on the corner. I didn't want him to go around at three, like a right, a right, a right. I just go, stop me off, y'all walk. He goes, all right, thanks. Doesn't open the trunk for me. Nope. And doesn't get the luggage out. Because you're a big burly man. Yeah, big burly. So I, you know what? So I chinched a little bit on the tip, a little bit. I gave him five bucks, whatever. But then I gave him five stars because I, I was mistakenly under the impression he would see my review and then give me a bad well, review. That's where you're wrong. Right, you, the rules of Uber. It's a double blind situation. You I, don't, I forgot you don't that know, you don't. He yeah. doesn't know what you're going to give him. You, you had told me that like years ago. It's true though. I was so tired from the trip. He I was like, not, he will not see right. what you gave him. And I should have given him star. three stars for not crashing. Okay, well, that's it. What you should have. I done, overpaid Bernie, and I got home eleven o'clock. You at night. are an absolute. I, I don't. I don't. You're an impossibility to travel with. Just listen to how I, this about? is how I would be different. Okay, just listen. You'd to, hire a bougie a limo. Good. Here's no, no. Enough. Could you cut the word bougie out for a second? Okay. Because you're really pissing me off. Oh. When it comes to traveling, yeah. Isn't isn't it most important to get from point A to point B with the path of least resistance? Yes, but it was okay, eighteen dollars. So first of all, you chose Uber Pool. When you could have chosen just regular Uber, get yourself a regular Uber X. I know. It's not a bougie car. It's still a Honda Civic, but it's your own. And so isn't that worth the price? You you really wanted to pay th- that less? Okay. How much money did it cost you? I told less. you it was $18, 18 less. Is it really worth the $18 in stress? Well, I started thinking about what I could buy with $18, and I thought, 
But that's uh, where you're wrong. That's where your brain is okay. overactive and takes there's, over. There's a reason I wanted to save the $18. Um, but, on the way home, uh, I had purchased a bottle of wine at a, at a wine store in Santa Fe for my wife. You can't look at it like hold that. Hold on, hold on. You, I have, I don't look at it like what? I haven't done yeah. it yet. I haven't told you the story yet. I know where you're going with right, this. Okay, so Continue. we got back to the hotel room. I, I wanted to clean up my room a little bit, so I put the wine bottle in my backpack, right? Yep. Because my I, I hadn't packed my suitcase yet. Right. So I was like, oh, I'll just put it in the backpack for now, just so it'd stay off the... I didn't want to have it to sit now. Yep. So I forgot <laughs> about it, got to the airport, and this, and this is weird. It's this, the New Mexico airport's like a post office. It's tiny. There's like a little Avis counter, a little snack counter, like to rent a... Whatever. It's really small. Yeah. So there's one little check-in. There's no one online to get in. I've never in any airport have this happen to me. They go, okay, empty your laptop. They take your laptop out, which everybody does. Take your shoes off, right? Only like every other person that take their shoes off. You got a little card, right, that said... Yeah, because I have TSA pre-check. Yeah, right. So they handed me a purple card that it's the uh, don't... You don't have to take your shoes off card. Right. So... They do that at smaller airports, by the way, because uh, for TSA pre-check right. uh, passengers. Because shoe bombers aren't going to little airports, I guess. So, no, because I'm TSA pre. I've been right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, that's I got uh, yeah. you. I got you. Yeah. So I applied for that. I, so I, I go. Test so for that. I, I am very anal when it comes to getting my my stuff ready to go. When I get to the like the check in line, yep. my shoes. I have the laces loose. I pop them right off. I don't wear a belt. Yep. My pockets. You try are, and make it as easy as right, possible. My pockets are already empty. Yeah. I put all my money in a little plastic sandwich bag. Right. I'm good to go. And I, I look down upon people who are like, oh, they wear boots. Except for the fact you tried to bring a bottle of fucking yes, wine Yes, except through. that. So the woman says, I need you to take all your snacks out of your bag. No food. I go, no food. Brody. So hold on. So I'm taking my Fig Newtons out, my <sighs> Doritos, all my food. I'm like, I've never been asked that before. You're a disaster. Where have you gone where they asked you to take your snacks out of your bag? Okay, but that's neither nah, here nah, nor nah, there. Nah, nah, nah. That's neither here nor there. Hold on. So I go, you fuck. tried. You tried to board the fucking plane. No, I didn't remember the, bottle, the, the bottle, bottle of wine was there. I'm usually really good. I would never do that. Okay, but you did. Okay, so I have to go so, back. I have to go back out into this little airport with nothing. So I go, what am I going to do? I, so I go to the counter. I go, can I get my, my suitcase back? No, it's already on the plane. Four and a half ounces of liquid is all you get. I do. I know the rule. A seven hundred fifty milliliter did, bottle okay, of wine. I didn't there. try to sneak the bottle through. I forgot it was there. Okay, but you're why telling did, me the rules. I know did, the rules. Okay, so then why didn't you put it in your suitcase and let it? Because be, I forgot it was in my backpack. You're not listening to the podcast. I am listening. Back it up and listen to it. Okay, so but what do you do at that point? Okay, so I, I start thinking like, what can I do? I had like three drink minutes. It. Fucking no, guzzle it. I had three. It's not for me. Nope. I had three minutes to drink this. $48 bottle of wine, which was $52 after tax. So uh, I can't put it back in my bag. No, nobody else is traveling with us that hasn't checked their bag yet. So I go to the Avis counter. I said, hey, I'm looking for a good Samaritan. I need help. Well, what's the problem? I have this bottle of wine. I can't take it on a plane. I have nowhere to put it. I don't live here. Is there any way you could tell me if there's someplace I could ship it? Like, is there any place here that ships? Can you help me? He says, well, we have a FedEx account. I could probably ship it for you. We have blank FedEx labels. I said, oh, great. He goes, I'll tell you what. You fill out the FedEx label, and I'll pack it up, and I'll ship it for you. I'm like, wow, what a nice guy. The Midwest, they're nice out in the Midwest. In New York, the guy would be like, oh, yeah, I'll take care of it for you and drink it. Good. So he says, I'll, I'll ship it for you. So I look at the check boxes and my right. options, and it's like it's overnight, $130, This all the prices. And then it says three-day air. Like, three-day air is great. No problem. Three-day air to my house. 18 no bucks. No. So I'm like, I don't care how much it costs at that point. Because I figured three-day air, how much could it be? So I get on the plane. I felt the form. I get on the plane. And while I'm sitting there, I look at my phone and I Google it. And I, I go in the FedEx website and it says, here, track your bag. How much does it cost? And I, and I put the approximate weight in. And it says $31. $31 to ship it three-day to a business. This better be worth but, it. But to ship it to your house, $13. So I call the guy back at Avis in Santa Fe in the airport, and I say, hey, man, ship it to my home wasn't an option. But can you tell the FedEx guy when he comes that I want to ship it to my home to just write that in and charge me $13? He says, all right, no problem. So now the Uber, I was thinking, all right, I wasted $13 because of my fuck up. If I save 18 on Uber Pool, I'm even. So the penalty won't be money. The penalty will be my time. I see what you're doing, but you can't look at life like that. That's well, a tit I, for a tat. Well, I was looking for some tit. 
You, you know, but listen, I don't like. I'm not a tap guy. You fuck up. You you, you suffer a loss. You take yes. your loss. I, so I took my loss in time. Take your lumps. I took my loss in time. I know, but here's how else you lost. You still, when they finally landed, ended up back at the radio station. This is why you suck, Brody, because <laughs> you still then had to drive home from the radio That's station. That's right. I had to drive See, home. See, me, the way I am, I just want the easy way out. But I would have had to drive Hold home. on, path of least resistance. Yes, I know. The morning of my flight, on my way to work, I Uber into work. Right. Now I'm with the crowd the whole way, and then... On the back end of the trip, when I land at the airport, all I got to do is Uber to my goddamn house. Right. I don't have to go but, to the radio okay, station first. Okay, but you first. live but right I, outside the city. But even worse. I don't, ba ba You live in Jersey. No. I live a much is, more expensive Uber ride from my house to get in the city. The airport from New Jersey to your house that, but would have been cheaper but I, than you. Okay, my mistake was not driving uh, to the airport. That was my mistake. We work in New York City. Yes, my, my so should have driven to the airport. You, instead, you were going to Uber to Manhattan just to get your car to drive back to Jersey. And that's what I did. Makes no sense. Okay, I sh- again, I should what I should have done was I should have driven everybody to the I airport, have them chip in for the gas and tolls, oh. and pay help pay for my parking. Would have cost me 10 bucks. And, okay, but here's the kicker. It's strenuous. Here's to the kicker. To you. It's Thursday. Well, I flew home Sunday. Guess what hasn't been charged to my credit card yet? The, the FedEx. The FedEx wine. He, they haven't shipped the wine yet. I think I'm fucked. Did he? Did you call him? I called him. What's today? Thursday. I called him Tuesday. I said, "Hey, uh, hey, man." Was he drunk? He said, "No, no." He <laughs> says, "I'm t- yeah, right." He says, "I'm taking it home on my way home." I'm going to drop it off at the FedEx place. You, I got your back, man. Yeah. I said, "Well, don't forget to ask about the thirteen dollars." No problem. That was Tuesday. I keep checking my credit card. Nothing. Well, I had a similar situation a couple of years ago with Hertz, uh, where they uh, my jacket was left in the car after I returned it, and that was in um, oh, Cincinnati. Oh, this no, is no. why you suck to travel with. No, 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 no. I left my jacket. Yeah. I got home. I called the Hertz rent-a-car guy, and he says, oh, I found your jacket. Was it a blue, blue hoodie? Right. I'm like, yeah, that's my jacket. Right. Yeah. Not the goose one. No. It okay. was just a blue jacket. Okay. And they 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 said, yeah, okay, good. We'll FedEx it out to you. I'm like, oh, you're the best. Good Samaritan, right? right? Never saw my fucking jacket. In fact, in the days that show, uh, later, I called to follow up. The, they, they started, like, throwing me to the next guy. Like, oh, no, it wasn't me. It was this guy. Oh, yeah? Oh, I don't know. I didn't find no jacket. And then they claimed they that it wasn't double there. negative, really? Whatever. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It was that kind of Hertz place. <laughs> so, anyway... The only one who got yeah. hurt was me. Was you, yeah. I, I, they, but, but but a, they kept promising me they were going to FedEx me my found jacket. Right. They didn't. I, here I was with a glimmer of hope that right. somebody was going to come to my rescue. Yeah, they but Hertz is the my- number one car rental agency. Avis is number two. They try harder. Well, try harder and get me my bottle of wine, you fucks. I it's, think, it's, it's five days. I think your wine is going the way of it's, my it's, jacket. It, yeah. I, you're not going to see that shit. And by the way, I'm counting Sunday before you're like, it's only four days. It's almost five. You let me know. I need an update on when... Um, if when my that, bottle of wine arrives? Uh, your bottle of wine arrives. Yeah, and you know what sucks? Because yeah. my wife couldn't come to the yeah. wedding, so I felt bad. So I was like, I'll bring her a bottle of her favorite type of wine. This will be great. Yeah. Now I got no wine. Got no wine. And I'm like, I got you something. It's just on its way. You have. To, oh, but, but yesterday she goes, did you really get me anything? <laughs> you have You have something to keep the wine in, though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's raise a glass. Uh, my, my brewmate glass. Here's a toast to our friend Dylan, the founder of Brewmate. He came along with his stylish insulated drinkware, and the world has never been the same since. Whether it's beer, wine, or spirits, Brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temperature. So I was like, oh, I'm going for a car ride. Mm-hmm. I took the Peacock Wine Slater, which looks like a wine bottle, in the car with me, kept my water cold, got out of the car, went to my doctor's appointment, came back, it was still cold <laughs> in the car. And of course, I've been drinking White Claw all summer. That's my drink of yeah, choice. Yeah, you have. And the Hopsolator Slim is the perfect stainless steel insulated can cooler for that and other 12-ounce Slim cans. It fits great and looks amazing, and it's the perfect gift for under $25. When I got home, I then used my uncork glasses, kept it cold all afternoon. I was out on the deck. It was great. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Go to Brewmate.com, and for 15% off your first order, use code BOYS. That's B-O-Y-S. And the website, B-R-U-M-A-T-E.com. Use code word BOYS. As in Brooklyn, boys. For 15% off. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. With Brody and Scary. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, we haven't even spoken about the wedding itself. You're just talking about getting to and fro. But oh, I haven't even, we haven't even covered the two. Later on, I'm going to tell you about how I was terrified on the plane. Because we flew on 9-11, and it made me, my mind just go crazy. But let's talk about the wedding. Uh, we'll get to what, that. What a beautiful, what a beautiful affair. Yeah, I the mean, Elvis Duran, for those of you who <sighs> didn't know, we went to Elvis's wedding this past weekend. And it was colorful. Unreal. He said, Be, wear colorful clothing. And by the way, I wore purple shoes. Mm-hmm. You can see them on my Instagram, at David Brody. And uh, you wore a purple tie. We coordinated. It was a Day of the Dead themed wedding, and of course, with you know, you could Google what the history and the tradition is there. But all we could say is that everything was on. It was like a wedding on steroids. It was it was oh sensory overload from the from the word go. No stone left unturned. Every every detail, oh, the most that you incredible imagine. centerpieces for the the, the walls, the oh. ceiling. They took, because you saw the picture. Yeah. We should put the picture up. Mike, if you go to Mikey Russo, M-I-K-I-E. No, E-Y. No, it's, it's uh, I think it's M- no, I, I, I'll, I Look it up. If you go to Mikey Russo, who's the wedding planner, go to his page. He put up a before and after. <laughs> we took a picture with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the picture we're So Mikey put up. <laughs> Russo is one of the top wedding planners in the country. There's a lot of celebrity weddings. Yes. In fact, he was just on the uh, Jonas Brothers tour plane because uh, he, he, he arranged some party for Danielle Jonas. One of the yes. wives, uh-huh. and so he was all his pictures. So if you want to see what he looks like, but we didn't post the um, the photo bomb picture. We should put that up at, at Mikey the Russo, f- the wedding planner, who the guy who behind the whole Spell thing. Spell Mikey Russo on on his uh, Instagram. Hold on, I'm looking for it. By the way, you Google Mikey Russo on Instagram, and all these dutadutes show up. That's why I said you got to spell it right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll find him. But anyway, it's M I K I E R U S S O. I know how I spelled it. M I K. I-E. Well, anyway, yeah, don't get the wrong Mikey Russo. Anyway, so this empty, he took this giant empty room and they carpeted it. They put these wrought iron walls up that, that had like skulls in them, whole day to dead. The whole dance floor was was painted, hand painted to be like skulls and Max Elvis's dog. Yeah. Anyway, if you start with the key, uh, the uh, hashtag was Alex, Alex and, and Elvis, Elvis 
2019. Right. Like and you'll see all of our social media and, and whatever. And it was yeah. just an amazing thing. But we were at, people were asking, like, are you guys going to sit together? Now, um, our web person, Allie, put up a thing like, oh, who, what table would you want to sit at? Right. And she just randoed it. It wasn't like the actual seating plan. So people were like, how, how come Brody and Scary aren't sitting together? Well, of course we were sitting together. We were. But here's the thing. We were at table 19. No, sorry, table 18. Table 18. <laughs> There's a movie called Table 19, which Scary, your girlfriend Robin, said, oh, my God, we're at table 19. Because that's the movie. And so, then, tell them what the movie's about. I'll tell you once I tell you who we're sitting with. So there were like three or four tables of morning show people because there's like 15 of us on the morning show plus almost everyone brought a date or, or, or a spouse. Sure. And so there's like table with everyone from the morning show, table with everyone from the morning show, and our table was Skiri and, and Robin, me, and I came alone all, all weekend in the hotel room. hi um, And then a bunch of randos. Now, when I say randos, Ooh, it was no, careful. No, careful. Hold on, our friends. hold on. Uh, not all of them. They, it was there was all our friends except two people. I don't know who they were. They're right, that blonde okay, woman yeah, with her. Okay, okay. okay. Right. So it was all random people. I don't mean randos that we don't know them. So it was a, a couple that we know very well. It so, was a single girl next to me who I know very well. Right. Another couple. Right. It was one, two, three couples yeah. that we knew, but it was no one from the morning show. It was like one person that works for corporate. Two people that were used to be our photographer for the morning show and his lovely wife across from us were two what people. What Brody that, is saying is we weren't. It wasn't. There the was no closest, morning show people. It wasn't the people that we were closest right. with. And I'm not complaining, but like there was two people from the radio industry that we know and we're friends with. Yeah. So it was a good table, but it wasn't like all the people you guys know we work with. Right. So Brody got this thing in his head. They're like, dude, we are the outcast table. We no, are the, I felt we like are, we, we were the, the leftovers. We were the left, we're leftovers. Right. Now, in the movie Table 19... Have you seen it? No, I just saw the synopsis of it. Right. It, it, isn't it a bunch of people who realize they are yes. the, the wedding leftover people? So there's people? 19 tables. They, they realize they're the last table. Right. And they realize that none of them are like close with the bride and groom. And they rebel against the bride and, and groom. And they go out of their way to ruin the ruin wedding. the party. Right. So so we were at Table 18. And I, and you, but Robin like, kept calling it Table 19. Table 19. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're not complaining. No, we are not. It was just a, it was just, it was an unusual mix now, of people. Now, and it was just us. Now, I want to thank people who came to my rescue on Instagram, thanking me left and right for documenting as much as I possibly could for the wedding. You I, might as well have been the videographer for the wedding. No, you know what? The listeners wanted a piece of this. They wanted, you know, Elvis didn't give any rules right. about not posting. You know, I would have respected his wishes gladly, but people wanted to see what the wedding was all about. They wanted to see a little bit of the ceremony. They wanted to see a little bit of, you know, the reception and who's dancing. And so I gave everybody a little taste. I gave them a little taste of Uncle Johnny singing his song. You know, Uncle Johnny sings uh, you know, What a Wonderful World. Right. I, I, a little bit of the dance floor No, you action. did a great job. I stole so, some of your pictures and some of your fine. video. I'm, you know what? But I wanted to show people, I wanted to show that uh, some of the people like uh, from our, pe- like Carolina, our past members of our morning show that were at the wedding with us, I wanted to show everyone in pictures and video right. as much as I could and, and all their dresses. But it, but and everyone was texting me aside. They were DMing me. Right. Sliding into my DMs all weekend. Scary, thank you. For doing this, I knew that I could count on yes, you. Yes, that was 90%. 90% of the people were very appreciative. Who of what were we the put. 10% that were bitching that I was putting I, up I too know much it shit? Was, I, no, no. I know it was nobody who's a slice. It was none of our listeners on this podcast. Okay. But there were people complaining, oh, how could you post Elvis walking down the aisle? Well, That's not one, right. How could you post Elvis what? kissing mm-hmm. Alex? Well, someone, yeah, but there was people. There were people who were like, "This is their wedding. How can you sh- like? Why are you showing them? That's private moments. You shouldn't be taking advantage for your Instagram hits." Listen, I don't understand how people listen to this show and don't get it. We are in the spotlight. People want to come to our social media. That's why they follow. That's why you follow anybody. You follow people because you want to see the kind of things they post. I follow people because I want to see what they post. Right? You don't think Elvis told us the rules beforehand? Like, hey, you guys post whatever you want. You think he said don't post and we posted anyway? Do you think oh, he was I like? I would never do that. Right. It's like what? Like we're, he's not here this week on the big show. So Nate's hosting, right? He's kind of like master of ceremonies, keeping the ship the, the ship's rolling along. People are texting in. Nate, stop trying to be the boss. Why are you running the show? Do you think he did it on his own? You right. don't think Elvis said this is what I want when I'm gone? It was all planned. And then you and and then there were people again. None of our slices 
who was so concerned with everything that wasn't in the pictures. <laughs> I know. Oh, here's a beautiful picture of Elvis finding the man of his dreams and this un- unbelievable moment in his life. Hey, finding fault comment. Hey, how come this person's not at the wedding comment? Hey, why isn't this happening? How about focus on what is happening? How about don't worry about what you think you know or what you... Just don't don't hijack people's moments, right? We're putting up, we're having a great time. Oh, well, why isn't this person in the picture with you? Why why isn't Garrett in that picture? Why? How come you left out Brody in that picture? Don't worry about us. Just enjoy what's in the picture. Yeah. And by the way, there are 340 people there. Right, we not everyone can be in Hey, everybody, let's get together for a picture. And again, uh, some people are not going to be there. Not you might have gone to take a shit. Right. And not, I'm taking a picture right. with Bald Freak Ryan. That's correct. Again, not our slices. Again, if it's not for our slices, why are we giving this message on our podcast? Because I want these people to know, because the slices are smart, <laughs> wonderful people who I mean, get it. I feel like we're, 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 we're reprimanding and yelling at our own audience. No, <laughs> not, not the people. slices. No, not the sli- the, Because the, our slices know if you're going to talk about someone, don't at them, right? Don't at people oh, no. and go. Someone did. Yeah, I, oh, wanted, oh. I wanted to punch her hey, in the throat. Hey, hey, this woman. Hey, I have a Sorry, question. I don't hit women, right, but no. but no, no. Someone was a real dick, right. On my thread, on one of my fucking pictures, right. and added oh, a person right. who was not in attendance, right. And then said, "Hey, why are you not there?" At you, I'm like, make them feel like shit. Why right. don't you? I don't think they think about that. Look, if you want to ask why Mike no, you, isn't there, he's a you don't have to write at Mike. You can just say, hey, why isn't Mike there? Right? Because no, because these are the people. These are the shit stirrers. Also, they want to stir, but, up, stir the right, pot. And here's another thing. If someone's not invited to something, and again, I had nothing to do with anything. I love all, serve all. You know me. But if someone's not invited to something, it's not, first of all, not your business. Second of all, it's like, it's awkward. Like, uh, is actually someone going to tell you? Is somebody, hey, if you have a party, right? You go to a party and go, hey, man, why isn't uh, why isn't Janine at the party? Why didn't you invite Janine? You think the guy's going to go, oh, I'll tell you why I didn't invite you. No, he's going to go, it's not your business. You don't ask. Right. Go to the party. Except and for enjoy- the time that you weren't invited, uh, Brody, to the rooftop party. Um, oh, and you called me to tell me a wonderful party. In fact, okay. that was a dick. You're allowed to. You're, yes, you're a dick. That's right. You're a dick. I, Brody, uh, there was some some crazy record label party. And I wasn't and we invited. Where Brody was, and Scary and I, called me drunk. I, hey, man. And this Chewing yeah. for Abe 77. Oh, hold on. Okay, I got okay. You want to do a chewing thing first? Hold on. Do, do a chewing thing while you're at it. You got these um, these Arancini rice risotto balls. Right. You're missing out on them. Where are you? Yeah, oh, Brody, this is the greatest party. Celebrities here. Why aren't you here? And I said, I wasn't invited. I was drunk. Oh, why wouldn't you be invited? You should be invited. You I, should come. It's the greatest. I was being a drunk douche. We have the audio in here if you want to find it, but if not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll find it. If you can find it. Okay. So, <laughs> do again. Do we ever play it on this podcast? No. Don't the, yeah. don't add people. Oh, you know what we or should the play? Time, or the time that a bunch of us flew to Miami and we're hanging out on someone's yacht, and then uh, you guys Greg all put T, up pictures. And Greg, and Greg T was like, "Why was I not invited?" But they were putting up pictures on social media. Right. You know that makes people feel bad. I, that was not. I was not the one who put pictures. Up no, on but social you were media. on the boat with bottles of champagne, <laughs> and, you, and you told you told him you were going home for the weekend. You didn't feel well. What? Invite, what, what, am I looking at Brody? What am I looking up here? I don't know. Party. Scary uh, calls Brody about a party. Yeah, I was with, with TJ at the time. Okay. By the way, speaking of speaking, talking with your mouth full of food, uh, one of our listeners caught you doing it again. Yeah, um, it was in Elvis's house. Yeah, it was in I Elvis's house. I didn't even house. realize I was doing so it. Scary was doing an Insta story, doing a video, and he was giving a tour of the house. Of, oh, by the way, the, Elvis said, beautiful house. Beautiful. Oh, ridiculous. Oh Here we go. Uh-oh. My favorite. Where's my clothes? Yeah. Um. Oh, my favorite. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's all right. I. I, I will. Okay. So I was like. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was. Um, I want to give credit. That was uh, Curtis Hollowell. Well, we were in the middle of a commercial break, and I had a chance to, you know, give a little tour of Elvis's house, and uh, you couldn't put the food down though. Long enough I, to give the tour. I mean, I had, you know, I had to do two things at once. Yeah. I'm looking for the uh, the clip about being a pick, prick to Brody. Is yeah. this it? Oh, yeah. Here it is. This is me calling Brody from a rooftop party, wondering why he wasn't there. We're getting wasted at Elvis Duran Group's um, party. Everybody, the whole world. Where are you? 
from two to five this afternoon in Soho on the rooftop deck. We're hosting cocktails. When did you find out about this? Yesterday. It was right. Right. You know. Remember when you walked in yesterday? Right before that. All right. It doesn't matter. You're you're missing out. You should you should have been here, man. I gotta go. Tuna tartar here. All right. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> I gotta go. Tuna, tuna tartar. tartar here. Hashtag tuna tartar here. <laughs> you're the worst. I I feel like I, I there was a reason I did that. I might I think I was pissed at you that day, and I was just trying to get back. Which is why you recorded it. Yeah, I recorded me calling you from. A, that's really that's that's a, a bit much. Well, that you know what I and had that to, was, and it was several years ago. Yeah, too. you know what that was a period of time I where, gotta, where we were all recording everything we did with each other. We had hit, we kept like leaving our phones on the counter to oh, record the, each other. Hit, the hidden mic thing. Yeah, yeah. TJ who used to be on our show. That was it was uh, a big love thing. The hidden mics, hidden mic things. Uh, so yeah, you were a dick to me that day. I really was. You really I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to you. Oh, you should buy me a dinner. Uh, I already did. You did. Yeah, you want to do a steak dinner update? Should uh, we do we'll that? We'll do a Brody steak dinner update. That's fine. Uh, you, uh, hold on a second. Uh, all right. I, 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 yeah, because I, I have a steak dinner update for uh, the uh, Let's paint the picture while you're looking for the jingle. We uh, we went out to dinner Thursday night, Yeah. Uh, which was the second night we were in town. Mm-hmm. And Skiri says, I'll I'll take care of everybody. I'm going to invite everybody who's everybody on the morning show. Everybody. Like, 25 people. I'm gonna. I know this restaurant. They got a back room. I'm gonna order. Get everybody to go. And what happened? Everybody cancels on you. Brody steak dinner update. Yeah. By Skiri Jones. Right. So, so we we end up. It ended up being like it nine ended people. Up being nine people going to dinner. Right. And it was uh, Greg T. Was there? I was in attendance. Right. Brody was there. Danielle Delillo. You, you don't have to know the rest. They just know that there were nine people. There. No, Greg T. and his wife, you and your girlfriend, nine total. Another couple, well, those right. people are going to come up in the story, so I have to... Okay, yeah, there right. were like nine people there. Nine people. So we had the private room. Yes. And, and I'm going to just give the overview version, and if you want to go into detail and get more granular, feel free. I'll get granular. Okay, but but here's what... Ultimately, uh, for nine people, the bill came, and Greg T. and I... These are the facts. Okay, forget about how it happened. But the facts are... Greg T and I split the bill in half. Nah, you left, out, you're leaving out no, a very important point. Out to, the, bill, the bill came out to $600. Yeah, and he decided to give a 25% tip, so $750. $750 for nine people. Now, right. keep in mind, this was a higher class restaurant, and we hadn't spent any money because we were getting a free ride the whole way. Right, so but this was our big night out. Right, okay? a, this, we're got, not trying you, to be bougie, no. but we were, at a, we were at a nice place. Okay, but you got to. Brody ordered a steak. Brody hold on, ordered a filet hold on, mignon. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I ordered the one thing I would eat on the menu because they changed the menu every three days. Right. And when I looked up online, so no. all I had was a, was a what little. What did you eat? I had a little tenderloin, you li- a little steak. You ordered that was your entree. Was it not listed under entrees? It was an entree. Okay, uh, hold, was, on, hold, about, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I went into hold on. Entree. I went into this meal, assuming I was going to pay for it. So I ordered a relatively inexpensive. I didn't order the fancy seafood dishes. I ordered the medium price steak. I ordered one appetizer. You guys ordered like ten appetizers for the table, right. which the, I the which duck, I did not. The I, chicken liver. Yeah, I did not Blech. partake in all the appetizers that you, you ordered. You love pate. I do. And I I'm bougie. I hate pate. Okay, but, but okay. Okay, but okay. So anyway, so hold on. I didn't. I they didn't have diet coke, so okay. I didn't get a soda. And Greg T ordered three bottles of wine. And I don't really drink. Doesn't matter. No, no, no. You're on trade. No, no, no. Okay, so what your happened was. was $42. Uh, $44. Yeah, $44. And your, your appetizer was also in the 20s. It was $12. Was it? It was $12. I wouldn't get a $20 appetizer. Twelve dollars. Whatever. Now, because I thought we were splitting the check, I tried to keep sides. I tried to keep it low. Yeah, they came with the food. I didn't pay extra for sides. When the bill comes, I texted Skiri and I said, hey, man, I'm not paying for that wine. I'm out. The scary's like, no, I got it. Right and, 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 and that's fair, because Brady right. doesn't drink. Right, so so, so, so Greg you, T you, decides... You were going to be out on the wine. Right, so Greg T decides he's going to do the math on his phone and figure out how much everybody owes. Okay. So Scary says, hey man, Brody doesn't drink, take out the wine. So he goes, oh, I got it, I got it, yeah. So like 20 minutes later, he's still like on his phone yep. trying to figure Greg out T, yep. the bill. So I say, Greg, give me the bill. I'm really good. Let me see. The, I'm, I can do math in my head. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. Nope, I got it. Ah, ah, ah. So after like 25 minutes of him not being able to figure out how to split a check nine ways, he goes, fuck it. Scary, here's the check. Give me your credit card. We're splitting it. That's it. And he got all mad. <laughs> Greg T got all mad. But I was There was no gracious moment. There was no, hey, you go, hey, we're going to take care of this bill tonight. Don't worry about it. At the end, out of Greg T's inability to do math, he looked at you and said, we make enough money. Fuck it. Let's just split the check. And we did. 
And you did. But okay. here's the thing, though. It doesn't have to be born out of a gracious moment. The facts are the facts. Okay, so the fact the, is, the fact is, nah. I paid, hold on a second, I paid half of the bill. Yeah. Right? Did I not? You ended up, yes. And I said, okay. I and said, it came scary. To my but I, I, hey, hey, it posted to my fucking Amex. Right. It's on my credit card. Right. And I said, scary. I, I'll give you half the money. And you looked at me and you went, nope. No. Nope. I just bought you a steak dinner. Yes, I did. No, because bullshit. Because I bought you a steak dinner. And I'll tell you why it doesn't count. It counts. No, it doesn't hold count. Hold on. Brody Steak Dinner update. And the update is, we're even. No. The update is, you tweeted that you bought me steak dinner, and we were fighting on Twitter, and no, people were like, oh my no. God, here they go again. No. Number one, I, you had no intention of buying me dinner. But I did. Hold, no. The fact that Hold on. I did. Number two. Money came out of my pocket to the tune of $350. Hold on. Hold on. Number two. Hold on. $375. There you go. There's your math. Number two, you only paid for half dinner. Right? You didn't pay for the whole thing. For all I know, Greg T could have picked up my tab, and you picked up the tab of other people. Dude, we picked up the entire table. You, but, but, You're uh, done. you, you didn't it's pay over. for my meal. Second of all, it's over. part of going to dinner and knowing someone's buying you dinner is you treat yourself a little better. You get to pick the restaurant. You get a better steak. You go to a steakhouse. You agreed. You said, hey, let's go to that place. No, I didn't. You said, hey, man, everyone's going. You'll uh. go. So then, uh, then you called me. You called me an hour before dinner and said, hey, um, everybody's canceling. You're still going, right? No, we so, had nine people that ended up going with us. But it was supposed to be like 24. Well, so you're like, thank God it wasn't. Otherwise, I would have paid right. that much more money. So, so you're like, hey, uh, everybody's backing out. I'm really pissed. Everybody, everybody just screwed well, me no, over. Everybody else wanted to do their own thing. They right. Wanted, they so I some- said, so you said, hey, it's a highly rated restaurant. It's deli- Everybody says it's great. Yeah, it was great. And I said, okay. I didn't say I want to go there. I said, right, I'll go. I'm a team player. But you, but you went. You were happy. We laughed. Yeah, we I, did, I didn't get a drink. I was trying to save money. You ate. I you ate. A, you had a steak. You had a steak. Here's what Zach Wheels 24 says. But Zach Wheels uh, doesn't uh, know the story because ev- we're telling it right now for the first time. Eventually. You can't. No. He knows count. the story. Eventually, he might understand. He needs to spend his money and his time to buy you a steak okay. dinner Zach and not get you a free steak at a no, restaurant. I discount Zach Wheels' comment because he didn't Hold hear. Hold on. Zed, these people are. are no. No, these people <laughs> on, are Shady, pre, buddy, pre-ejaculating. On a, no. They're, Shady they're fucking Ju- setting. No. I don't <laughs> want to hear about Shady Jew Mobster. Nobody knows the story until right now. Okay. Shady so how could these people have already been responding? Okay, yeah, your comments. Well, let, me, let me tell you what Shady. X'd out. Hold X, on, X, X. Well, okay, you tell me if Shady Jew Mobster is wrong, even though he didn't know all the facts. He said, "Scary Jones just tries to capitalize when steak is an option, so he can try to make it even. But you sacrifice so your friends could benefit. I sacrifice three When he has that in mind, the steak dinner he takes you out for will make it even. Hashtag no. even is not even. You're wrong. Don't you know, let me pull out the wrong jingle. You're wrong. You're wrong. You know why? You know why I'm not wrong? Because thousands of dollars were at stake that I got you. Uh, at stake. That's right. T a k e. I got and I I I tarnished my career for you and Greg. And, and now of, I've paid you dinner twice. You did not pay once. Me dinner twice. Once we're not rehashing the first time. Accidentally got. We're not. We're not rehashing to that. the episode. We're talking we talk about, about what happened at this dinner. Don't matter. You didn't say, Brody. I'm going to take you to dinner. You're going to order whatever you want. I I chintzied out on dinner. I didn't get a side. I didn't get a drink. Okay. I got dick. The, I got nothing. The first I time a little we, pate. The first time we agreed. Fifty six dollars plus tax was my dinner. The first time we agreed on a restaurant. Yeah. We spent the time. We agreed time has to be part of yeah. it. A wonderful meal. And who paid it, for it dinner? Accidentally was free. It and I accident. still picked a hundred. It, it and I still tipped a hundred dollars that night, which I offered to pay of half po- of, which you didn't though. And I offered so to give on. you. Money Thursday night. I said, "Scary, I'll give you ninety bucks." You said, "I don't want your money." (laughs) I just bought you steak. So I was even then. No, and now the three hundred seventy-five dollars came out of my wallet. You paid for other people's dinner. Doesn't matter. You You paid for dinner because. No. And you were part of it. You paid for you dinner because Greg T doesn't do math well. You benefited. You benefited. I told That's you I twice. wanted to pay. I offered you. I offered you and and Greg I'm T done. money. I said, "Take the money." I'm done. Take the money. I'm done. No. Fuck you. No. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. 
Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. I don't know about you, but I am such an online shopper these days. I don't even want to be bothered with the hassle of dealing with crowds and parking. So Brody and I found this awesome solution to shopping where you get great deals. It's called Honey. It saves you money everywhere you shop online. This automatically gets you the codes for what you're looking for. And all these discounts, they apply them automatically. So you're pretty much shopping online and you're saving money in the background and you don't even realize it. Yeah, let's say you want to shop at Macy's or Nike. Yeah. You go to the website, and when you go to buy something, it gives you the coupon code, shows you the discount, and you check out that way. doesn't cost you anything. Let Honey worry about that. I bought a new Sonicare toothbrush on Target.com, and boom, I saved $36. How good is that? You just add the thing to your computer. You don't do anything. It does it for you. And with over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome, you know it's got to be good. It installs on your computer in just two clicks. And you know what? Treat yourself to something nice. Save some money at the same time. Right now, you're going to get Honey for free when you use this special URL. Joinhoney.com slash boys. That's joinhoney.com slash boys. Joinhoney.com slash boys. Just in case, for a third time, in case you didn't pick that up. Yeah, that's boys. B-O-Y-S. Boys. All right. I got two throwaway things. I don't want to talk about steak thing anymore. I will talk about... Uh, one thing you said at dinner that had me cracking up. Sure. So Elvis told By you. By the way, somebody's going to come in the studio. They're from the Today Show. They're just surveying the area because they have to. They yeah, can see. I, from I gave them. No, I gave them permission to come in. Well, but, I didn't. Well, I did. Well, That's okay. Well, this guy's staring to, at us. Are we going to be on a Today Show? Uh, maybe tomorrow. No. But today. Yeah. No, okay. So, well, he's so, looking. So continue. So we're at dinner, and and you know how you are when you like recommending stuff. Oh, I got to try this. I got to try. I heard it was a guy. Oh, you said. So uh, Elvis says. We got to try the carrot hot dog. Elvis says it's the best thing on the menu, the carrot hot dog. It was, and then you apparently. Said, then you looked around and you went, so what do you think that is? Like a vegetable thing? What do you think that is? And I said, scary, it's a carrot hot dog. It's a carrot in a bun. It's a carrot hot so dog. It's carrot. But you asked if it's some kind of vegetable thing. You think it's like a vegetable I'm, thing? I'm guessing it was. <laughs> it's a, The name tells you what it is. So when the waiter came over, I'm like, you're like, oh, uh, can I have the carrot hot dog? He's like, it's not on the menu anymore. So Damn I was like, it. hey man, yeah. what's the carrot hot dog? And he goes, Carrot and a hot dog bun. I mean, what did you think it was? Okay. I wasn't thinking. 
The other thing I want to call you out on, other than the is that what dinner? this podcast is about? No, now? it's just you no. I want to talk about the shit. I want to talk about the guy on the plane that scared the hell out of me. But real quick, yeah. we were talking about uh, on the big show this week. Have you ever been sprayed with pepper spray? Right? Have you ever gotten pepper sprayed in the face? Yeah. And you said, "Oh, I grew up in Brooklyn, a tough neighborhood. I can't believe I was never pepper sprayed." Let me tell you something. I don't know where you grew up, like 10 blocks from where I grew up. Yeah, there. When you think of a tough neighborhood, yeah, the mean streets. When guys rap, hip-hop guys, and they come from the streets, they talk about drug dealing and shooting and glocks and gats and right knives and baseball bats. Our neighborhood was tough. There was guys in there who were maybe members of the organized crime families. Maybe not. Maybe not. Or maybe that doesn't exist. No. There were people getting hit with bats. There were people getting their stores burned down. There were people getting stabbed every once in a while. And, and if they were, you know, they knew the wrong people. It was a rough area. I time. don't know what tough neighborhood you're talking about where people go around pepper spraying themselves or each so other. You're trying to say that pepper spray is a little soft for where I, we grew I'm up. saying when you see Mario coming down the street, you don't go, look out, he's got pepper spray. He's got brass knuckles. Uh, well, yeah, brass knuckles. He's got a bat in his hand. No, I get that. He's going to hit just, you with a chair. I'm trying to say. No, you're like, I can't believe in a tough neighborhood like mine, they didn't get hit with pepper spray. I just think I Women thought... walk around with pepper spray so they don't get raped. No, I get that. Right. And mace. Tough guys who want protection money for their stores. You well, don't burn your store more, down. Even more so. Like, hey, I'd hate for something bad to happen to you if you don't pay us protection money. We might have to come back here at night and pepper spray you. Who does that? All, all I'm saying, all I'm getting at is, we did live in a neighborhood yeah. where people were, you know, they, they they were a little more violent. Yes, so, violent. So yeah, I know violent. Violent. Right. But so so even more so, right? Those people you would think would carry the violent people. No, the women would carry pepper no, spray. No, you should. Never, so, okay, so you I've, attack women is what I've, you're saying? No, I've never been in touch. I've never been in contact with pepper okay, spray. Okay, so what you just said was so I'm kind of surprised. The only people that carried pepper spray in our tough neighborhood were the women. I made it to my 40s without ever. Being in contact okay, with Okay, so who stuff. would have pepper sprayed you, I, the women? Not, by the way, not that I want to. Right. But I'm just kind of surprised. Okay, so let's take what you said. Up where we, listen, we grew up in a blue-collar Yeah, tough neighborhood. neighborhood. So so you're trying to say pepper spray isn't tough enough for the I'm neighborhood saying, to grow up I'm in? I'm saying you just said the only people that carried pepper spray in our neighborhood might have been the women. So if you're surprised you weren't pepper sprayed, you're implying you attacked women or and you're surprised said, they didn't pepper spray or you. Or even someone that might have brought it to school one day and said, hey, Scary, look at my pepper spray. Look, look scary. Just like that Because the people it. came to school with knives. A real tough neighborhood, they came with weapons. You're they came to, with brass to, knuckles. You're trying to say pepper spray is soft. I'm trying to say, like, you never see a, like a movie like Rambo carrying pepper spray. Hey, I'm going to take you down for I'm going to revenge my family. Here's pepper spray. You didn't see Clint Eastwood and Dirty Harry going, I sprayed five shots of pepper spray. This could be a six-shot pepper spray. You feel lucky, punk? He had a magnum. I just think it would be part of the arsenal. Okay. You think the president right now is threatening Iran with pepper spray? Like, we might go to war and pepper spray the Ayatollah. Like, you're like, I had such a tough neighborhood. We had pepper spray. What neighborhood do you spray? If you were like Hollywood Hills, they might go, that guy's crazy. He's got pepper spray. We lived in a real neighborhood. They made movies about our neighborhood being tough. Saturday Night Fever, they did drive-by shootings, right? The, well, you know, John Travolta uh, put a little pepper spray on his pizza. It was pepper. That wasn't pepper spray. <laughs> that was pepper. That was uh, red pepper. Red pepper flakes. Red pepper flakes. <laughs> I couldn't believe them. Like you're not a good like the. All right. Uh, like all right. oh, we played sports in school. Uh, what you, sport uh, did you play? Chess. Chess is the pepper spray of tough neighborhoods. Quit your bitching. When, what would we talk about? Quit it. Quit it. All right. Tough neighborhood with pepper spray. It was amazing. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> you really are. You are impossible. Oh, you are impossible. Dude, I was walking through this bad neighborhood at night. The street light was out, and this guy jumped out from behind the bush, yeah. and he threatened to pepper spray me. Um, oh, by the way, listen. Yeah. This is a good opportunity to promote an event coming up that we're all going to be a part of. Um, Elvis is going to be signing copies of his book, Where Do I Begin?, uh, on Thursday, October 10th. People have always been asking... Hopefully you hear this podcast in time. Well, yeah, it's yeah. September 19th when we're recording. Well, I would hope you heard it by then. Well, But the truth of the matter is, all proceeds go to um, to benefit the hungry, okay? The tickets are expensive. They are like $150. Um, but I think they lowered it to 125 by the time you're hearing this. But we'll all be there unless your car is going to be there. Unless your car will be there. Um, 
the entire morning show will be there. And and yes, your Brooklyn boys will be there because I got some qu- uh, requests. So yes, we will be there and we will be in attendance. If you want us to sign the book, we'll sign the book. But, listen, but it's not our book. We're, 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 we're going to be there as David Brody and Scary Jones. Right, we're not going to be there as the Brooklyn Bulls. Because then they have to pay us more. Right. right. But but we will be there. So you can hang out with us. Right. We'll take some pictures. I'll be there for the food. Scare, I'll be there for the wine. It's going to be great. A lot of great. A lot of great. So what happens is you pay this fee, $125, whatever it is. And uh, it, again, 100% of the of, of, of those proceeds go to feed the hungry. Yeah, we don't this get isn't, a penny There's no profit. We right. don't get money. We're not getting paid to be there. Right. So all the money you can guarantee will be going to feed... Uh, hungry, and, and can't, keep in mind, no one should go hungry. Um, so it's part of the New York City Wine Food Festival, which they have a plethora of events. There's a ton of events. The website is nycwff.org. That's the website, and if you click on Elvis Duran Taste in New York, that's the event specifically we're all going to be at. The first 500 people that buy tickets, and I don't know if the 500 people bought tickets yet, but the first 500 get a copy of Elvis's book, and then he will sign right. the book. Uh, but again, we'll be in attendance that, that night. It's like an evening event right. after work. Uh, it's at Pier, I don't even know. It's the, the information's on the website, but it's on the West Side Highway somewhere I have the in New York City. Okay, by, the way, by the way, this is not a commercial. Not a commercial. and I are not getting paid for no, this. No, 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 we're no. We're just excited about the event. Yes, and we're excited. And we want people to come hang out with us. Yeah, people are like, always saying, where can I meet the Brooklyn Boys? When are you guys going to do something? Well, although we haven't done something specifically for the podcast yet, we will be, Brody and I will be both at this event. Uh, do you have the exact, is it Pier 93? I don't want to give the wrong peer. You know what? Just go info and tickets, NYCWFF. That's dot, Wine Food Festival. NYCWFF.org. Okay. That's all. Go pay it up. Do you have Come a list get- of the vendors that are going to be there? It's not on that list. It's not on that sheet. Tons no. of uh, tons of vendors. So you'll also be eating, by the way, and getting free e- eating and drinking samples. Okay? Right. So you'll get that. Uh, you asked, by the way, um, who uh, who isn't going to hear this in time. I'll tell you who. John Smith. Why is that? John Smith underscore BKLN, which I'm sure is short for Brooklyn because he's from Brooklyn. Brooklyn! Uh, on September 16th, he tweeted us, started listening about a week ago. About a week ago. A week ago. And let me tell you how much yeah, John- Yeah, I'm not going to stop those references, by John, the way. Fuck you. Yeah. How much John gets it. He puts in hashtag in order. I'm up. He put up to his one word, but we love you anyway. Uh, I'm up to episode 31. You make my truck driving days go by much faster and funnier. Love y'all. Slices, WTFs, binging, uh. binging, hashtag binging in order. Can't wait to catch up. He then said you owe me steak dinner, but he said he spelled it S-T-A-K-E. And, and, and what are you, you stole me a dinner. Uh, John, uh, thank you for taking the ribbing. Uh, welcome aboard. We couldn't be any happier. And we hope that you hear this in time to come meet us since you're a local Brooklyn guy uh, at this event. Now, do you want to hear about my flight? Yes. Terrified? All right. This is how the mind works. You tell me if you would think any differently. Okay. All right. So it's 9-11. For obvious reasons, people think of that day when it comes to flying and maybe it makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So we get on the plane. It's sold out. But the middle seat next to me, I'm at the window, is empty. All of a sudden, this guy comes down the aisle. He's the last guy to board the plane just before the doors close. And he, he sits, doesn't say a word to me, sits down next to me and fumbles with his seatbelt and he elbows me like three or four times as he's like twisting around in his seat to get the seatbelt. Doesn't say a word, doesn't, makes no sound. Doesn't apologize to me, nothing. Now, I'm going to tell you that he seemed to me to be a little shifty looking. Don't ask me what he looked like. I'm just telling you to me, he seemed shifty looking. Okay. Okay? I don't know if he speaks English or not. I don't know. He had kind of a mean face on, and I thought to myself, well, this guy looks like he hates the world. He just had this mean look on his face. Mm -hmm. So, from the time he sat down, he's on his phone, he's got headphones on, wireless headphones, and he's texting really fast to somebody, and I see he's got audio, like an audio file response. Whoever he's texting is leaving audio responses back that so that no one can see what they're saying, and it's going to his Bose wireless headphones. So he's typing really fast. Now, I don't have great eyesight when it comes to reading small font. So I look over at his keyboard, and it appears to me that the keyboard letters are not the alphabet we use. It appears to be a different alphabet. 
Okay? But again, I can't be sure because I can't see clearly enough, and it's at an angle. All right. I see he's using WhatsApp. Now, WhatsApp, it's well known, even though a great app, is often used by terrorists. Oh, my to God. Communi- hold on. To communicate because it isn't trackable like a text message. Oh and you can do international text messaging. Okay? So I'm wondering, what are these voice responses he's hearing? Okay. So you know on the back of the seats, you can watch TV, direct TV, right? But one of the channels is just a map where you can see where the plane is. Yeah, that's the default channel. Every, the one that most people watch. Right. He tunes to that and keeps the map of the plane on the whole time. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. He doesn't want to watch television. And he's, he, he's... A lot of people don't. Hold on. He's talking to the person the whole time. He must have paid for Wi-Fi or whatever. And he's hearing the audio, right? I see the little waveform. He's hearing it. And he's typing really fast. And they write back. And he's typing what, really What's he typing? I don't know. I can't tell. I try to angle my phone to film it. Was and he I typing can't... in another language? That's what it looked like to me. So now I'm getting... I'm really getting freaked out. Because it's 9-11. Because it's 9-11. So... He kept switching back. Every once in a while, he would turn to the news on, on, on the DirecTV, switch over to CNN, just for like two seconds, and go back to the map. As if he's checking to see if there was any breaking news. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, this guy's looking to see if something's happening. Oh, my in the God. News, and he's going back. You're working yourself up, Brody. Okay. You're working yourself up. So then the guy behind us goes, he goes, mumbles, hits his seat. And he passes a laptop up to the guy. So the guy behind me is with him. But I didn't understand what he said to him. He hands him a laptop. He opens the laptop. And he's scrolling through emails. And in every email he's opening, it's driver's licenses. Like New York driver's licenses. With photographs of people who also look a little bit frightening. Like why does this guy have pictures of other people's are driver's you, license. Are, are, did you say anything to anyone at this point? What happens no. if you see something? So, I, so something. I tweeted. I don't know what you saw. But I, okay, I tweeted and I said, this guy sitting next to me is freaking me out on the plane, right? And he's got driver's licenses. Dude, who did you tweet at? Well, I just tweeted. You know, to my followers. I just tweeted. And people were like, well, keep an eye on him. And you're, you're crazy. What, uh, you hope you're okay. All right. So then I realized another guy behind me is with him. The three of them are all talking. So then he closes the email and opens up another email. And now it's all, this is where I got freaked out. It's all aerial pictures, like aerial shots of the World Trade Tower. I swear to you, this is not like a bit. So World Trade Center 1, which by the way, is not the Freedom Tower. It's never called that. World Trade Center 1. So I'm like, all these aerial shots. I'm like, driver's licenses, pictures of World Trade Tower. And, and, and so I was looking, he looked over me for a second, like, what am I looking at? And gave me a side eye. So I went back and like, acted like I wasn't looking. So I'm, 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 I'm really getting, I'm really getting like nervous now. He's got driver's licenses, WhatsApp, wow. he's texting, commu- he's looking at the map, he's looking at the news, he's looking at pictures of the World Trade Tower, and he sees me looking at his laptop. And so I went, like, I got, like a panic. He turns to me, and he's staring at me for a second. And his face turns and contorts into a big smile. And he says to me, we took pictures from a helicopter. Love New York. What? I said, what? Maybe that was a cover. Maybe yeah. that was a cover. No, he says, he goes, <laughs> I saw you looking. He goes, we were flying. We, we rented a helicopter. Now we're going home. What a great city. Are you from New York? And starts talking to me like, hey, buddy. But he's my, like, he's my pal. So this whole thing was in my mind. He's the nicest guy. He's like, we took a helicopter tour. Your city's beautiful. He speaks perfect English. And I'm the whole time I'm like putting all the clues together. See? The mind plays crazy so fucking as tricks it turned, on you as when it, you're a racist. As it turned when no, you're a racist. No, I'm not. I had nothing to do with race or I didn't tell you what he looked like. I just said he looked shifty. You said shifty. What? Like, you know, something crazy. Like, he was, it didn't look like he was, like, what, up to something. What, what kind of look was that? Like, there, he Brody? was looking around. He was quiet. Yeah. His body at language. What does language. Shifty look like? Describe Shifty. You. You, when you're about to pay for dinner. <laughs> My point was, the driver's licenses must have been, like, the, the ID that they needed to show oh, to get on the helicopter. He must have, like, had everybody send right, him his email. But this is how the mind works. That makes sense. Your mind is crazy. You're fucking crazy, man. All right. 
you would have thought something was up to. No, I wouldn't. Okay, you know what? Tweet the three of us <laughs> at the Brooklyn Boys, at Scary Jones, at David Brody, and tell me whether or not you would have thought something was up to. The Boys Rush! Because, uh, I'm crazy, like I come from a tough neighborhood. Brooklyn! The Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 